Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, a site called me today about dispensing IP. So I'm going to tell you this story after the intro. Hey guys, ECRG here, back with another video. Today I'm going to be talking about a story, a situation that happened today when a site called me about dispensing IP. Now this is not out of the ordinary because sites will call, email, they would text me if they could uh, about different questions that they have. Uh, and the, you know, typically the more questions you answer and the more responsive you are to sites, the more questions they're gonna ask. But you know, this, this happened today. So a site called about dispensing IP, a patient of the site came in, they had a patient come in for one of their visits and it was the last visit until they were gonna be up in a follow-up period in, the, in this particular study. So this was the last day that they were going to be dispensing IP or not. They weren't going to be dispensing IP, but the patient was supposed to have IP to bring in and then they were going to take the IP and then the site was going to run some tests. So basically the patient forgot their IP at home. They forgot the drug at home, which they were supposed to bring into the site, which kind of messes everything up because then the site can't do any blood draws or anything like that because that's exactly what they're supposed to be measuring when they come into the site. So the site calls me frantically, yo, ECRG, uh, the, the patient's coming in, actually the patient's here right now, we're supposed to be um, having them take IP in an hour, but they forgot their IP at home, uh, so, so what should we do? Should we uh, you know, get new IP out of the refrigerator and give it to them? And, and of course I'm thinking, geez, I don't know. I've got to look in the protocol. I mean, I don't know what's going on. So whenever something like this happens, when you don't know what's going on, I always try and think logically and think, you know, reasonably. And, you know, because a lot of the times people aren't going to be available. So I'm like, you know what? I don't know. I don't know the answer to this question. Um, and of course, I don't say that. I'm like, uh, let me let me call you back in like five, ten minutes. Um, but of course, in my head, I, I'm thinking, I don't know the answer to this question because it's quite a dilemma because obviously the patient, you know, patients a lot of times don't live near the site. So you don't want to, you know, tell them to come back another day unless they live fairly close. This patient did not live near the site. So that wasn't an option. They were already slightly out of window of the visit. So typically with out of window visits, what you want to do is get them as close to the window as possible but this was already out of window. And the next time they were gonna be able to come back to the site was gonna be a whole week later. So we've got a really big dilemma here. And then of course, if they don't take IP at the site, then that whole day is pretty much ruined because you know, then the site can't get any of the tests and measurements after they take the IP. So you know, what are we gonna do here? And then of course, study drug is very expensive. So do you wanna have them open up a whole new pack a study drug just for one pill and then all of that's pretty much going to be wasted 
So, I mean, it, you got a lot of different situations going on here. What are you, you going to choose? There's really no best option. So naturally, I asked one of my colleagues about this question. And, you know, I'm thinking, and in, in, in full disclosure, I'm leaning towards having them dispense IP because you don't want them to go. You don't want the visit to go to waste just because... You know, they forgot their IP. When there's enough IP at the site, they just got to dispense it. So I'm talking on the phone with the site. They're, they're saying that they have extra IP and that they can dispense IP even though it's the last day. So typically in the system, if you're not supposed to dispense IP that day, it won't let you. But we are able to, you know, jimmy rig the system in order to let them dispense IP for that day. Um, so they kind of do this before I confirm with the sponsor or anyone on my team. And so I go ask my colleague. My colleague says to go ask the CTL pretty much. And then I kind of narrow her in a corner. I was like, okay, if nobody on our team just responds, if no CTL or project manager responds and I can't get in touch with the sponsor, what would you say to do? And her response is she would tell them to come back another day. And so I'm thinking, okay, I kind of already told the site to dispense the IP. Crap, I am screwed right now. The sponsor is going to be pissed at me because I'm wasting a whole bunch of IP. I mean, this stuff costs thousands and thousands of dollars. What am I going to do? They're probably going to fire me because I just cost the sponsor so much money. And I'm like kind of freaking out in my head because she was like, oh, yeah, sponsors very rarely approve dispensing of IP. Uh, of extra IP. She was like, they very rarely approve that. And I'm like, oh crap. I just told the site to do this pretty much. So I call the site back. I'm like, yo, hold off on the, on the spending of IP. And of course the site tells me, oh, we've already done it. And I'm like, oh, and they're like, oh, what's the O for? Uh, was that bad? And I was like, uh, uh, I basically was just, just like, uh, let me call you back. <laughs> So I get out the phone with them and then I'm emailing frantically. Of course, the CTL happens to be out of the office this day and not getting back for another few days. So she she's of no use. So then I message the project manager who happens to be on. But in full disclosure, this is the backup project manager because the real project manager is out for a few months for some health issues. But the backup project manager is there. So she's not as well versed on the study. But, you know, she's up to speed now. Uh, so I message her. She's like, yo, I've got I've to talk to the sponsor about this. So she messages the sponsor. And the sponsor starts asking questions like, um, you know, how, out of my, how long out of window are they? And all these different questions and stuff. And I'm like, oh, crap. They are not going to say. Because all I need for them to say at this point all I need for them to do is say, all right, let's just dispense IP and I'm home free, right? So the sponsor's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have to discuss this between ourselves. So really minutes go by between emails and, and it feels like hours. It feels like forever because I'm still freaking out. I don't want them to, to think I just wasted them thousands and thousands of dollars for wasting IP. So minutes go by. And then the sponsor finally responds. They're like, okay, in this situation, I think you should dispense IP. <sighs> Huge sigh of relief comes over me. And I am just like, wow. 
that that was clearly a lifesaver. I don't know what they would have done. They probably would not have been happy, but I think in that instance, having the data was a good idea. So I later told my other colleague, like, hey, like they were cool dispensing IP, and she was kind of surprised by that. But you know, all this goes to show that in clinical research, there are times when you don't know the answer and you gotta make a gut decision. And, you know, asking people for help is good in a lot of senses, but sometimes they're not going to be there for you. Like the CTL, the person I would normally ask, is, wasn't there. And project managers are in meetings all the time. They're not responsive all the time. So sometimes you got to make a gut decision. So my thought process was it's better to have the data. The data, I mean, it's the end of the study pretty much. And you want to have that data. You don't want to have missing data, and especially because... That would have been a lot of data. A whole day would have been gone. A whole data set would have been gone if we didn't have that. So my thought process was if she, if the patient at least takes the drug, then we have the data for that day. We save the data. So that was important. There's no point in having them do and have another deviation, a ma or even a major deviation by kicking that visit so far out of the window when it was already in the window. So that didn't seem like a good idea to have them come back. And then they're already far. So, I mean, if it's the last visit where they have to come into clinic, why would they even come, you know? They're already so late out of window, they're probably gonna flake on the visit. So, in that instance, I think it was the best idea just to go ahead and dispense the IP. But of course, now I'm gonna ask before I tell the site to do anything. But it just so happened to work out because all of this is time-related. So, you know, they have to dispense the IP at a, at a certain time during the visit. Or else, um, you know, the visit's going to take super, super long because they have hours in between. Uh, so luckily, the d right decision was made by me. And I'm thankful I made the right decision. But, yeah, I mean, it was just a, it was just a crazy situation, man, because stuff like that happens all the time. Sites will call all the time saying, oh, I got a patient in. What do we do in this situation? I got 30 minutes. Or we got, we got a patient in, you know, they're doing this, this, and this. You know, I got to know by today. And stuff doesn't work like that all the time. Sometimes it's very hard to get an answer, especially when you're dealing with a sponsor that is in a different country, that's based in a different country. And, you know, if they talk, are talking to you at 10, 11, the sponsor could already be at home chilling. So it, it can be a problem. That's why sometimes you got to be able to think on your feet, especially in the clinical research world you gotta be able to think on your feet and you know what honestly i might do a whole video about that just because you know day in and day out basis getting questions from sites uh, wanting help a lot of this stuff is simple but sometimes you've got complex dilemmas like this one so hope this was helpful for you guys i thought this was a funny story my butt got saved man <laughs> my butt got saved so i'm happy for that uh, do you guys have any crazy stories? Comment down below if you got any crazy stories, uh, maybe about you getting saved or something lucky happening in clinical research or even unlucky. So comment down below if you got a crazy story. As always, like this video, share it. Email us, eliteclinicalgroup at gmail.com if you want any resume review action or if you, really, if you want any uh, interview prep or any kind of coaching. All right, guys, take care.